Welcome everybody to today's episode of Daddy No, episode number 66, day number 482 or 483, I believe. Say what's up, son. What's up? I am joined as always, not as always, because last episode he was not here, but I am joined by my son. I am also joined by my daughter. Say what's up, Zoza Bows. Thank you very much. She's, she's kind of she's kind of shy. Hi. She always does like that. Hi. Hi, Daddy. Hi. I don't know why she talks like that. Like she's like a southerner, but that's the way my daughter talks. So in today's episode, we'll talk about Kathy Griffin and because she just came out with her apology. I wanted to wait till that happened. That's why I waited to put out the podcast on Friday and not on uh, Thursday. Also, uh, I was recovering still because I had a bad... Uh, it wasn't a stomach virus. It was food poisoning is what it was. And I don't know if you've had food poisoning lately, but it was horrible. I might sound a little different because I'm not recording from my uh, digital mic anymore. I'm recording from my H6 Zoom recorder, which I've had for a while. I just I didn't know how to convert the WAV file into the AI. What is it? AIF? It doesn't matter. You don't need to know about that stuff. But hopefully I sound better to you. More professional. I can walk around the house. I don't have to be maintained to my computer so if i tell the kids hey stop doing that then i can actually go stop them instead of uh pausing the podcast or anything like that so i want to play a game what game you want to play on the computer no you you can't play a game on the computer right now why would you be able to play a game on the computer because it's fun we're doing our podcast i want a podcast now yeah, I don't want a podcast now. You never want a podcast now. It's always when you say it. And you always say it. You always want a podcast right when it's the most inconvenient time. Dad, let's podcast. No, it's time for bed. Why would we podcast right now? That makes no sense. I want to get a go outside. All right, we'll go outside in a little bit. I'm going to eat first because I'm cooking something right now because I haven't eaten it all day today. All right, you can go outside right here. Just don't go in the grass. Because I said no. Just stay right here because I can't see you if you're in the grass. Thank you, sir. Because he blends in because he's like camouflage. That's what it is. No, I just don't want to go. They, uh, the, the yard's a mess right now, so I just don't, I didn't want him to go out there because yesterday he got his legs all bit up and everything. So um, it's nice being a, a stay-at-home father, man. Uh, it, it really is. And the reason I'm bringing that up right now is because recently I was asked, like, how does it like being, and this is what they said verbatim, how does it like being, uh, my, and now it's my son's outside and my daughter's not listening, how does it like being a house bitch? And I don't feel like a house bitch, all right? Uh, is that what you would call a stay-at-home mom? Hmm? And by the way, this is not a man telling me this. This is a woman telling me this. How does it feel to be a house bitch? And I was just like, really? What, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna... I feel like you're being chauvinistic. How about that? Hmm? I want to take care of my kids. I worked 60-hour weeks for seven years, and now I get to stay home with the kids. And you know what? It is equally as hard. It is equally as hard. Maybe even a little harder. You know, well, not, not harder. I would say, okay, selling cars and being out in the heat in the summer sucks. It sucks, and it's really hard. 
this is more tedious because there is no days off, seven days a week, 24-7. You never know what's going to happen. You can get the stomach flu. or uh, 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 You can get food poisoning. You still got to take care of the kids. Right, mamas? You still got to take care of the kids. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Took her a long time to agree with me. She was like, uh, yeah, why not? Sure, go ahead. Why not, Dad? Why not, Dad? Am I right? And before, I just had the Zoza Bows, and that's who I had to hear. But now I'm taking care of both of my sons here all summer. So got to take. So my whole point that I was trying to make is that I don't feel like a, a house. Uh, my daughter's here now. My house B-word. Yeah. I don't feel like that. I feel like... Um, I feel like a hero. That's what I feel like. I'm a hero. No, I'm not a hero. It feels good. It feels good I, that you make the impression on your children, you know, that, you, uh, that you're part of the raising them, you know? Because like my wife told me, my first three years of my son's life, she goes, you've seen him 10 Saturdays. That hit me hard. I was like, dang, man, like what? Why am I working so hard? Oh, yeah, to put my wife through school. But other than that, why, why after she's gone through school am I still working this many hours? I should be at home with him, right? And doing comedy at night. And now that's what I do. Live in the dream. Sometimes it's a nightmare. But, hey, that's what happens in your dreams, right? It's a lucid dream. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, this past week got pretty violently sick. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad, man. Uh, I feel bad for my daughter, really, is who I feel bad for. Because she saw me on the toilet and puking in the sink at the same time. It was, it was disgusting. And, in, and I also feel bad for my wife because I woke up at 5 in the morning, just all her hair is just... That's pretty... It was much more violent than that. How, how sweetie? Is that what I did? <laughs> she thinks it's hilarious. When she heard that, she started laughing, my wife said, because my wife was in bed with her and woke up, heard me doing all that, and my daughter woke up and started laughing because she thought, oh, daddy's playing. You know, daddy's being a monster right now. And no, that's not what it was at all. And she realized that's not what it was at all. When my wife left to work and uh, I had to, um, I had to do it again, which was use the restroom, both ends, and she saw that and she saw her father... Uh, sweating, half naked, taking a dump, violently vomiting. I hope I'm painting a really good picture for you. And she went, huh? Oh, oh, oh. I saw it in her face and I was like, get out, Sosa Bose. Get out of here. And she did that noise that she just did. She went, ah, and then ran away. I was just like, I'm so sorry. I, just, I hope that's not her first memory. I really hope that is not her first memory. And on the same day, my son gets pink eye. That's why I feel bad for my wife because this was the one day she got to wake up late, like at 10 o'clock in, at 10 o'clock in the afternoon, and I ruined it for her. I woke up at 5 with a stun. And she, felt, she didn't feel bad for me at all. She was just like, I don't feel bad for you. All right, were you supposed to be eating uh, boneless chicken wings last night? No, you weren't supposed to be eating boneless chicken wings that night. That's right, so I don't feel bad for you. I was like, I get it. That's fine. You don't have to keep telling me I don't feel bad for you. I'm not asking you to feel bad for me. Jeez. So those are both. You got to go pee? I'm already potty training my daughter. Here, sit right here. You can sit on this. Sit on that to go pee. There you go, mamas. Good job. 
She's 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 gonna be way easier to potty train. That's my goal this summer: potty train both of them. Your son, who's about to be five, is in potty train. Well, he pees in the toilet. He just still poops in his pull up because why is he wearing pull ups? He should be wearing underwear. He does wear underwear, but he also wears pull ups because he took so many dumps in his underwear, and we were tired of. Uh, he must have gone through a hundred pairs at the age of four, at least a hundred pairs. So it was getting pretty expensive. So we're like, ah, get pull ups. Well, that's not right. Your son should be... Po- I get it, people, okay? I'm trying. I'm trying. I really am. And I know it's going to happen because the new thing I'm doing is... You know what? Because his favorite thing is television. That's his favorite thing. His favorite thing is television. And his least favorite thing is pooping in the toilet. So I said, all right, you want to watch TV? Well, guess what? You got to be able to poop in the toilet. And so now I don't even get to watch TV. I don't get to watch TV because I have to show a good example. So I'm suffering double because he's still not using the toilet. I'm going crazy. Okay? Every, it's funny, though, how many people I tell them, like, they're like, well, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a stay-at-home father. They're like, oh, you got a kid? I'm like, well, I got two, a four-year-old and a one-year-old, and I take care of them all day, and I don't have a car. I mean, I don't tell them in that like that, but they always give me the same reaction, like, oh, God dang, man, that sounds hard. It's difficult. Excuse me, I'm taking my... Chicken, my lovely chicken strips out of the oven right now. Mmm. That sizzle. <laughs> Smells nice. Turn off the oven. Take off my gloves. I'm a regular Betty Crocker. Hmm? Wait, Betty Crocker didn't, that was more baking than, anyway. You know what I mean. Whatever. Whatever. Shut up. You hear the beautiful birds outside? Came outside with my son. I was like, let's do the podcast outside. That'd be nice. That'd be wonderful. You can play and romp in the yard, and I'll yell my stupid questions at you, and you'll come and you'll yell back at me, and my daughter can play on her little chalkboard. But moving on, going on to today's news, uh, not today's news, the the top news, which should be uh, the Paris Agreement, how we backed out of it, and we're the only other ones other than Syria, and I think Nicaragua is the other one. But all the other countries are in the Paris Agreement. But we won't talk about that, because everybody's like, the Paris Agreement, climate change, what's the... No, we'll talk about Kathy Griffin, because uh, it has to do with both things. It has to do... And I'm going to come from a, a comics point of view, not from uh, a political point of view, but from a comics point of view, all right? Because I know there's a lot, of pe- a lot of people saying, well, look what people used to do with Obama, that there was a preacher in the South who actually, in front of his church, put uh, a replica of Obama, hung him, and burned him. That's horrible. That's horrible. Uh, I I don't know if he got arrested. It's probably, that has to be an arrestable offense, right? I don't know if he got arrested. But I've seen, and then there's another one where the, the, yes, I know, a plane's flying overhead. The other one, instead of uh, hope, it says rope, and it has Obama. And this is just horrible, ignorant, racist people. And you would figure Kathy Griffin being a comedian would be a little bit smarter a little bit better taste than to be head of president or pretend to be head of president put blood all over his face which apparently she didn't even wasn't even the first one to do this apparently there was some i don't know if he's a comedian or he did music but apparently some heavy metal dude did this before and said hey kathy griffin and the face looks almost exactly the same as when Kathy Griffin did it, right? It looks almost... Is it Griffin or Griffith? Griff, Griffin, right? Cat, Kathy. We'll just call her cat. We'll call her cat. We'll call her cat cat. No. Call me cat. Call me cat cat. 
Anyway, <laughs> sorry, you might know what movie that's from, but the point, what I'm trying to say is, it was in, uh, I don't know, it was, she got what she wanted, you know, she wanted the attention, I don't, I because it, it wasn't funny, I was just like, okay, that's, that's actually pretty ISIS-like, what you're doing right now, that's pretty extreme, so, and she didn't get arrested, she didn't get arrested, put, put a, a, uh, somebody different put a, uh, a Muslim comedian doing that. I bet you he's. A, I bet you he's in Guantanamo Bay right now. Shoot, if I did that, I bet you FBI is at my house. I bet you the Secret Service is at my house if I did something like that and posted that. But you know she's fine. She lawyered up. She gave her 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 press release today too. She gave her press release, and I thought she was gonna kind of. What happened? A bug touched you? No, I'm a, a bug bit you? No. What happened? A, a, a creature just crawled me. A creature? Was it a big creature? No, a big creature, little creature, big creature, little creature. It was a big little creature? Yeah, and it just crawled on me. Did it bite you? No. What? <laughs> because it crawled on you? I gotta go kill it? Yeah, and it was, I saw it was in the tree. No, it lives in the tree. I'm not gonna go kill a creature that lives in the tree just because it crawled on you. That's, that's insane. I wanna, I really wanna. You really want me to kill it? Yeah. No, I'm not gonna go kill the creature that crawled on your leg. You're crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna kill it, kill it, kill it. No, I'm not gonna. Jeez, calm down. Kill it, kill it, kill it. Stop saying that. Hello. You want me to kill a caterpillar? No, no. You know what caterpillars turn into? Butterflies. No, another way a caterpillar. Then what did you just say? It's a bug. Uh, that's what a caterpillar is—a bug. Butterfly is a bug. No, it's a bug. What kind of bug? Well, don't let it crawl on you anymore. How about that? Hey, if you're out in the yard, dude, creatures are gonna crawl on you. Okay. As long as they don't bite you, you're good. Just don't come over here because there's bees on that side of the house. Cool? Yes? Why don't you kill the bees? Because they're bees. I'm not going to kill bees. As long as we don't mess with them, they don't mess with us. What? It's back in the tree. Okay, well, don't go near it. That's how you get it away from you. Listen, I'm talking about Kathy Griffin and the thing that happened recently that everybody's talking about. So apparently I have to talk about it. Well, no, I want to talk about it because of the, the comedy part of it. Not the comedy that she did that was not comedy, but the comedy part of it as being a stand-up comedian and my thoughts on being a stand-up comedian, doing something that's kind Anyway, you know what I mean, right? Doing something that's very controversial. You can be controversial as, as you want. Cross the line. Cross... You, that's our job is to cross the line But if it's not funny If it's not funny You're going to get the backlash I'll tell you that You're going to get the backlash And that's what she's getting right now She's getting an ugly backlash And I mean I don't know what she expected from it You know If you do that you, There's some Not a lot But there's some die hard Trump supporters You know what I mean And that's not her audience So that doesn't matter That shouldn't annoy her So 
what I thought she was going to come out and do today was defend her stance or say, like, you're not going to bring me down. You know what I mean? She kind of said that, but it was a weird way of saying it. Tell you what, I'll just play one of the things. That, I'll play two things that she said, that, and then I'll talk about it. I get what I am. I'm the shiny object. I get it. We all know what's going on here. They're using me as the shiny object so that nobody's talking about his FBI investigation. All right? I get it. And I made a horrible, horrible mistake, and I made a horrible call. I understand. But everywhere I go, people actually come up to me. And I, like I said, I go everywhere. It's what I do. And they say, you know, oh, I'm a housewife, and my kids have been driving me crazy, and, oh, I just needed two hours to blow off some steam, and I'm glad you went there, and you're saying the things I'm thinking. That's, those are my Okay, I'm going to pause right there. Those are the things that housewives are thinking. Listen, I'm a house husband. I've never thought behead him. I've thought, oh, he's going to get impeached. I've thought that, but I never thought, hey, behead the president. I've never thought that. So I don't know what she's say, talking about right there. But anyway, continuing on. Peeps, I'm not for everybody. I'm, I'm barely an acquired taste, frankly. <laughs> um, on a good day, I'm an acquired taste. But honestly, my whole career, I'm 56 years old. I'm 110 pounds wet. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that had to do with anything. What does your age and weight have to do with anything? That made no sense. All right. I've had everybody turn on me, and I just want to make people laugh. That's all I want to do. So I screwed up. But I want the gay guy who came to see me in Lake Charles, Louisiana, a few weeks ago, who said, I wanted to come here because I'm scared to come out. But I get to come here and laugh for two hours. Uh, that's what I'm telling you that's why i'm here it's it's honestly it's not for me it's for them i think a few people might actually be watching me and i want them to see this old dame i'm not laying down for this guy i'm gonna make fun of him i'm gonna make jokes about him and the housewives and kardashians yeah everybody's making fun of trump comedy central has a brand new show where she, hey don't be throwing the rock put the rock back sorry about that my son was about to throw a rock and my in my daughter's direction and that would have been bad to stone my one-year-old so i'm glad i stopped him anyway the point i was trying to say is yeah everybody's making fun of trump make fun of trump make fun of trump do that just don't again behead the president and expect nothing's gonna happen back don't expect there's not gonna be a backlash and it, it i mean if it's your group if it's your audience, they probably love you for it. So again, what do you, what do you just, it, you, it was a weird apology. Like, I'm standing up. I'm sorry I did it. It was wrong. But I'm standing up for myself and you will not bully me for the thing that I just admitted was wrong. And you will, it, it makes no, it's like, it's double talk. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. Well, actually not both sides of your mouth. You're talking out of your mouth and your ass. But anyway, kind of like I do on my podcast, right? Anyway, continuing. But, you know, he does provide a lot of material i mean you gotta be honest he really it's a good time to be a comedian it's scary to be a citizen but it's a good time to be a comedian yeah you said you've been bullied by the trump family have they reached out to you outside of social media i don't think they have to my impression is that they have mobilized their armies or their bots or whatever they do um i like i said it's quite clear to me that um they're trying to use me as a distraction and um i'm not going to be collateral damage for this fool Kathy, Kathy. I think, I think she made herself a distraction she, when you put that up, you're famous enough. You're on TV. People know who you are. You made yourself the distraction in this. All right? Now, if you would have made a joke, like a, a just whatever joke, even if the joke was about beheading him, if you would have made a joke instead of just showing that picture, that's a different story. Hold up. Hey, what did I tell you about throwing rocks? Put them down. 
Stop. Thank you. Man, freaking throwing rocks. I don't know. Continuing again. Oh, well, the point was, I mean, yeah, don't. Ugh. Here we go. I think he's a fool. So I'm going to say I think the president we're sort of, we're sort is of a fool, going so around this way. So, I, you know, I can say that. Do you have fear for your career after this storm dies down? Absolutely. I don't think I will have a career after this. I think he, I think he, I think he, I'm going to be honest, he broke me. He broke me. He broke me. And then I was like, no, this isn't right. It's just not right. This isn't right. I, I can't believe that I put that bloody head of you up that I took from somebody else. And then all your people got mad at me. And now my career is over, even though my fans love it so much what I did. And it's going to help my career, actually. But, oh, my God. It's just I don't understand. I don't understand. It's Shut up. Shut up. This is a horrible publicity stunt. And you know what? I'm a hack because I am... I'm putting this on my podcast right now. I'm doing this. And it's it's not. Yeah. Anyway, continuing. And I apologize. All right. I pause it real quick because my son went and stopped throwing rocks. And he almost hit my daughter in the head with one. And they're pretty big rocks. So I had to uh, get mad at him and put him in his room. And now he's not very happy. But that scared the crap out of me. I thought kept telling him to stop throwing rocks and he's looking at me and I'm looking back and I was looking at him like don't you throw that and he throws it and he misses her head by like two inches and this thing's like uh, almost like a baseball size rock that would have hit her in the head I don't know what I would have done I don't have a car I would have had to call the ambulance <sighs> I mean oh but it didn't hit her in the head and uh he's now he's mad at me I don't you're not my favorite anymore well, you know what? You would have hit my daughter in the head with a rock. Tell you what, you wouldn't have been my favorite anymore either. Not that he is my favorite. My daughter is not my favorite. What I'm trying to say is, it doesn't matter what I'm trying to say. Getting back to Kathy Griffin, that's what we were talking about, right? All right. All right, getting back to Kathy Griffin, going back to that. All right, here we go. Because that was the right thing to do, and I meant it. And then I saw the tide turning, and I saw what they were doing, and I went, oh, okay, they're trying to spin this, and they're making it about Darren, and... Obviously, that was never my intent. I would never want to hurt anyone, much less a child. But I started to see what was really happening. And then it was a mob mentality pile-on. And so many people have expressed to me personally across the country at my shows, they're scared. So, yeah, I don't know what's... I don't know if I'm going to get arrested today. I don't know. But I have to stand up. So she started crying at the end. I think I think she really meant that part. That's when they, that she's afraid that she's going to get arrested. Now, again, like I said, if this would have been uh, a Muslim or Mexican comic, you bet your butt they would have been arrested. Yeah, I said butt. My daughter's out here. You bet your butt they would have been arrested already. I tell you that. They would have been. Look, they, they ugh, it would, that's what would have happened. And then this is the other one that she, she did. Hold up. What's happening to me has never happened ever in the history of this great country, which is that a sitting president of the United States and his grown children and the first lady are personally, I feel personally, trying to ruin my life forever, forever. I, you guys know him. He's never going to stop. They're trying to ruin my life forever. Oh, my God. Forever. I just I put up his his head and he was bleeding and now they're trying to ruin my life yeah yeah you decapitated pretended to decapitate their father and put it on social media and it blew up in your face too even comics are like yeah i wouldn't uh 
Because they wouldn't have gotten away with it. They wouldn't. Have, that's basically what it comes down to. They wouldn't have gotten away with it. I don't see where the funniness is in it. You know, even if, make a joke. About, I thought. I just. I don't know. I thought she was gonna come out with something more. That she'd be like, listen, just hold her ground. Be like, this is freedom of speech. This is the way I feel. I don't like this dude. I want him dead, actually, or at least impeached. I would have at least respected her more from that. I'm not saying that's right at all. I'm not saying that's right, but I would have respected her more for that. But to come out and make play the victim, no, because she keeps talking about, I just want to make people laugh, and the fans of my show love this, but you other people are sending your mob against me, and I feel, not, not I know, or they are, I feel, that's what she kept, you know what, fuck what you feel, who cares what you feel, all right, you did that, now you have the consequences, that's all it comes down to, basically. I'm still mad at my son almost hitting my daughter in the head with a rock. That was that almost happened right in front of me. That oh, and I was telling him, he was looking at me like, like I'm gonna throw it, and I was looking at him like you better not throw it, and he threw it. He's he's testing me all summer. That's his thing. It's like let me let me test dad. Let me see how far I could push him. And I'm a calm dude. It takes a lot to get me mad. But uh, if you almost hit my daughter with a rock in the face. I don't care if you are my son. You're gonna get me pretty mad. You're gonna get you're gonna get me very mad. You're gonna get me very mad, and yeah. But uh, he'll get over it. He'll get over it a little bit. You gonna play with bubbles, Mama? No bubbles right now. I don't want no 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 bubbles. Don't press that. And she still presses it because she's like, I don't care. I don't listen to you, Dad. I'm the boss. You're not the boss, Dozo. I'm the boss. Hey, look at me. I'm the boss. You're not the boss. You hear me? She looks at me like, yeah, whatever, man. Hey, love you. Mama. Uh, I'm going to talk about I'm dying up here. It's uh, no, I'm not dying up here. It's it's called I'm dying up here on Showtime. I put it on Funny Man Comedy Works. They already put it on YouTube for some reason. It's supposed to premiere Sunday, but uh, it, they had it on YouTube. So I was like, yeah, I'll post this. It's the very first episode um, or maybe it's just a pilot. I don't know. But uh, I posted that and I liked it. There's a lot of people who didn't like it and made it all, oh, comics trying to be, because it's, it's a drama. It is a drama. But it's just like, oh, comics trying to be, what, human beings? We can't be human beings. We don't have drama in our lives. Of course we have drama in our lives. We just make it funny. That's what we do because we're messed up people. Or maybe we're the most down-to-earth people. I don't know. Either way, we try to make horrible things funny. But I'm dying up here. It's based in the 70s. I think at the comedy store. That's, that's what it's based around. I'm pretty sure it's based around the comedy store. And how um, and the comics coming up and what comics had to go through and when uh, they try to get on um, the Tonight Show, not with Leno but with uh, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name, with Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson, because back in the day in the 70s and 80s, Johnny Carson made comics. That's that's what you had to get the the OK sign or the. I think it was okay, thumbs up, or they called you to the couch. And one of them was like, I think the, the thumbs up or the okay was the one where it's just like, he didn't really like you, he was just saying okay. And then the other one was the middle ground where he's like, ah, you're decent. And then if he called you over to the couch, that's like you're golden. Like uh, Jerry, I think Jerry Seinfeld got called to the couch. Um, what's his name? The, the, you know, you're a redneck, that guy, uh, Foxworthy. He got called over to the couch. Uh, so like that, he was the one who made or made or broke comics right and so the whole show is about how the things that comics go through and how they move to LA and and uh 
one of the comics, I don't want to give it away what happens, but it's very tragic at the beginning, but he's supposed to be like the best comic out of all of them, and then he does something that's very sad. And But it's a good show. You should go check out I'm Dying Up Here, and uh, you might not like it, you know, or you might have more respect for comics. Not that you need to have any respect for comics, because most comics are uh, children. You know, I'm not saying they're adults age-wise, but mentally, we're children, you know. But you have to be, to, to be like, yeah, I'm going to go tell jokes, and I want people to pay attention to me and laugh. That's that's what that is. And I don't even want to be like, well, it's the parents' fault, because the parents didn't pay enough attention to the kids. No, I don't, I don't think that's what it is. It's just, for some people, it's a calling. For some people, it's uh, it's a way to get famous. And for other people... They're insane. They're insane. That's that's the three categories that I'm going to break them in comics into right now because uh, I said so. That's why. That's how come. Because I said so. Mm. Man, so uh, I got shows coming up. Check out tonight at the Blind Tiger. It's going to be uh, Jay White Cotton. He's shooting his uh, new album for Sure Thing Records. And I'm going to be, I don't know if I'm hoping for him or featuring for him, but it's Midnight Show. So go check that out, that Midnight Show at the Blind Tiger. That's underneath the Magic Time Machine. Um, and then uh, next week, we're going to be having, um, oh, I'll be in Corpus. That's where I'll be. I was trying to think of the place. I'll be in Corpus Mesquite uh, with Raul Sanchez. Very funny dude. Just came out with, uh, last month, we put out his record on Funny Man Comedy Works. I'm funnier than this. Went number one for over a week. So I'm um, going to be in Corpus with him and then got a bunch of other shows. Fourth of July, we're doing a big thing in West Laco, Texas. Um, it's a Fourth of July show that me and him are a part of uh, June 21st. Uh, I'm going to be headlining Sino Rey recording the first part of my album because I'm doing it in three different parts, uh, Austin, Corpus, and the Valley. The three Because the first one I recorded was in uh, at the Blind Tiger in San Antonio. So this is the other three places where I've done comedy that helped, that like where it molded me. And so I want, I want to put those together. So uh, go check that out. Check out Funny Man Comedy Works. Oh, Blair Thompson. He's the new comic that's going to be coming out uh, on Funny Man Comedy Works, putting out his new album. So check that out. Coming out, his, his new album is going to be recorded June 7th at the Improv Comedy Club. Uh, that's going to be here in San Antonio. So... I'm going to be filming that, recording that, and then we'll be putting it out either at the end of June or early July. And then me and Raul and a few other comics are working on something big. Not big, big, but but something that uh, hopefully you guys like. And if you don't, then eh, whatever. But we're working on a project. Uh, it's not, I don't want to say it's a web series, maybe a sh- short films. I don't know what you'd call it. But it's going to be, we're, we're proud of it. We're proud of it because Raul's a hell of a writer and... Uh, Apparently, I'm a hell of a director and filmmaker. No, <laughs> I wouldn't even call myself a filmmaker or a director. I'm just a dude with some cameras and recorders who will take the time that it takes to edit by himself and, and do that on his computer. That's what I do. And, uh, yeah, y'all check out the shows and everything. I appreciate y'all listening at Funny Man Comedy Works. That's Funny Man, one word, Comedy Works. And uh, I'll talk to y'all next week. Deuce. Boom, boom. Uh-oh, on my big red. Uh-oh, on my big red. Uh-oh.